Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Oh, baby, do you know what that's worth? Oh, heaven is a place on earth. Take mine. The Toronto Raptors are the 2019 NBA champions. It's the first time I've ever supported a team that was good, besides the All Blacks, and that's not really a team you support, it's just a team from your country, that doesn't even count. Um, the NBA has been saved. Um, I, my dream is, was for someone to beat Golden State and save the NBA. Sadly, that was due to injury, as much as it was the skill of the Raptors. But the Raptors doing it, was uh, beyond my NBA dreams. Here's a question. Dreams. My wildest dreams. What's your question? A while ago, you claimed we'd made a bet. Yeah. Which I originally denied. <laughs> and I'd like to now get back on board. <laughs> okay. So I claimed, because I had this written down in my notes, that um, I, claim, I, I claimed that I'd, I'd bet Paul that the Warriors I'd, would win over the whole field because I was real depressed at the start of the season that the Warriors were just going to clean house. And um, I stand by that bet. It was a good bet. But we had no recollection of it and because it looked like the Warriors were going to win. If I can Katie find it in an old episode, does it stand up? Totally. It totally. Oh, man, I'm so happy the Warriors lost. I'll definitely pay you $100 in a, in a, in a heartbeat. The thing is, I just don't think I agreed to that. I think you would have because it was a real bitter, tense argument about I just was just so de- – I said the NBA was trash and the reason it was trash is because the Warriors were going to win. And don't get me wrong, I want the Warriors to be beaten genuinely. I didn't want to be them be beaten like this. Um, and it's, it's very sad – R.I.P. Clay, like it's, we'll talk about that. But um, anyway, exciting the Raptors won. Um, I may owe Paul $100 for a bet that he previously denied making but is now claiming. Um, it's time for the Week in Review. Week in Review. I think two things can be true. One, the Raptors were amazing and won an amazing championship. And two, they had amazing luck. They're both true. Like, this is this playoff series, it probably peaked when the Raptors won four straight against the Bucks or Kawhi Leonard hit the buzzer beater against the Sixers, but is like an all time great playoffs run. Like, really, really impressive. Um, they beat two of the top five teams in the NBA, beating the Bucks and the Sixers, probably. They played great defense. Every player on their eight man rotation could shoot the three. Um, and then at the same time, they also had amazing luck for the the team that no one thought was beatable beating themselves with injury. Um, the two big takeaways I take away is that luck is an important part, like it just is for other teams' championships, and also um, home court advantage is important as well. What do you think, Paul? Uh, yeah, well, I just think sad about the injuries. Oh, tragic. But also for the... It was exciting that it was looking like there was going to be a game seven, mm. exciting, and then Clay getting injured was I think one of the saddest things I've ever seen on a basketball court because I love Clay Thompson, 
And because then it was like game over, series over, and potentially career over I for one of my favorite players. I think I think Clay will probably be all right. Right? Isn't it's much less serious than KD, isn't it? Well, I don't know. Torn ACL, right? Yeah. That's uh, wasn't that what Demarcus Cousins had? The crowd when Clay Thompson came back, unbelievable. It was like a movie. I I wasn't. I was watching at work. That was the annoying thing, having to watch that game at work, and. Um, just being this weird situation where you're watching it and um, Clay Thompson goes off and you're like, oh, that's tragic and then having to do something at work and then he appears back like Jesus mm. and the crowd's cheering. That was quite a cool thing to see. I, d- I didn't understand what happened. I, I assumed my, um, my stream had skipped or something like that. I didn't know what he was doing back on the court. Um, Golden State was up five at the time. They were looking for a breakaway. Um, Kwai and Lowry both had 4,000 at the time, so Golden State was looking pretty good. Um, who knows Who knows what would have happened from there, though? Who knows? I think if the... All the predictions before the NBA Finals were done without um, KD, without knowing... Everyone thought KD was going to come back like three games in. Mm. I mean, maybe the Warriors were lying because it seems like they their predictions were way off. But everyone was like, KD will be back for game three and then it'll be series on. If the Warriors win one in Toronto, then they're set up really well. So everyone made their predictions doing going that. I think Toronto is very good. I think if they had played the Warriors without KD, it would have been a really close series. Who knows what would have happened without and without all the injuries they had as well. And if they played the Warriors with KD, the Warriors would have been the better team, but KD left. Um there was a chance for Steph to be a hero. He didn't do it. I don't know whether that's good Toronto Raptors defense or I Steph was just tired. Like he, he carved them up in the third game. It was right? crazy. People were trying to praise Kawhi for being genius when he, he said on that last play, when the shot missed, he said he was intentionally batting the ball away to run the clock. And it's like, there's no way with six seconds, there were six seconds, I watched mm. it after that because I was like, this is dodgy. Yeah. There were six seconds. There's no way you wouldn't grab the ball up one with six seconds and you would instead bat it out. Like, did that's he, crazy. Did, did, I, I didn't hear Kawhi he, he, say that though. He said it. And he Mate, sa- you're a well-known bringer of fake news to the podcast. When? Oh, when you said that the um, Raptors were the Vegas favorites. Oh, that's finals. true. Well, but they, yeah, they did win. Yeah. Um, I think I think they were <laughs> it favorites. Prove you're right. It was favorites for game one. Um, By fi- no, but not from Vegas from five thirty eight, right? I don't know. I don't yeah. know. That, I don't know five thirty eight. That's a prediction website uh, run by ESPN. Um, but uh, no, because well, the the thing I said that was was someone I was with had checked that day because I'd told that to him as well, and he'd checked and he said that the Raptors were favorites. Hey, as well. you, you were. Debunked then, don't bring back. So you're sure Kawhi said he tapped the ball Anyway, who yes, cares it was if on Kawhi NBA said he tapped the ball out? Yeah. Um, oh, it's on the NBA Reddit. So and he said true. that he, he knew they had no timeouts. And yeah. people were like, genius. And it's like, there's no way you'd bat the ball out with a potential of them jacking another three. Mm. That was crazy. You seem gutted that the Raptors won. Uh, well, it was a very disappointing series. Well, I think anyone, you're rooting for the Warriors. Yes, but anyone outside of the Raptors... Fan base, I think, would agrees that it was a disappointing series. It was, it was, it was one of the most amazing and talkable series. Like there was some amazing games in there. The Warriors coming back in Game Three, like with all the injuries happening, the um, injuries to, you know, 
season-ending injury to uh, two amazing players. Like it was quite amazing, but yeah, it was. Yeah, but not in like a good, not in a good way, in like a sad. But this like happens. Like, what about what about the when the year the Warriors beat the um uh the year the Warriors beat the Cavs for the first time without Ky- Ky- Kyrie? You know? Kyrie, yeah, yeah, that's true, but. It just, it's a the, little the bit team, different. You, you wanted the Warriors to win, they didn't win. But I think most people will be celebrating that the evil Warriors have finally been defeated. I and I mean, it, they, weren't defeated they, they weren't defeated in their own... I know, well, we've had this discussion before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who's Slytherin? Definitely the Warriors. Out of the but, Raptors uh, or the Warriors, Raptors no are way. the her- heroes. They're the underdogs Absolutely who not. never won a championship. We've had this disagreement before. Yeah, yeah. But you hate the R- Raptors because they beat the Magic in round one. No, that's not That's not the only reason. What about when Kawhi There's hit the buzzer beater against Philadelphia? Yeah, Amazing. cool. Amazing. Yeah, that was cool. But there's a bunch of unlikable guys on there. Man. Yeah, I know. You, you, everyone loves Kyle Lowry except for you in the world. And the woman he physically assaulted. No, 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 no. You can't. Oh, man. What? Okay, so years ago, after a game, I thought you were going to give me the salty podcast last week. But um, so years ago, you brought up that Cole Lowry, after a game, threw a board a referee, yes. right? Because he was he was fired up about a game. Yes, a charity, yeah. a charity. And game, so you think that, that makes him a bad person, and you need to hold that over for? for uh, no, I don't like the way he plays. He plays dirty. I think that's an insane thing to say. It, no, but it is. It's not. I don't know why you hate him so much. I can't figure it out. I've watched him play. You hated him, and then you went and dug up this stat about him assaulting a referee, which is very sad and very serious. Don't get me wrong, but um, yeah. No, but it's because he's tries. He was trying to play. Most people, I think, love Cole Lowry. He's He's quite a. He's he's a lovable guy. I don't think he's such a good guy, but no, no. But that's what he was claiming. He was his quote was, "I hide myself." He was a loser who got smashed every year. He was laughed. He was the he was the the mocking boy of the NBA when he scored 12 points against the Orlando Magic in round one. He fought back. He didn't have an amazing playoffs. I think people overrated him a little bit, but he was pretty impressive. And, you know, he was definitely like not someone people expected to be an NBA champion. So, yeah. I think it was a pretty good run by the Raptors, though. Pretty amazing. I, one of the most amazing runs I've seen. I know I was rooting for the Raptors, but it was pretty, it was pretty cool. I mean, I think people... Also, uh, underselling the talent they have on their roster. Oh, no, totally, totally, yeah. totally. You've got to remember, though... People are acting like Marcus Gasol hasn't been, a, like, an incredible... Like, yeah, he's three... They're, they're he's, they're he's acting like they don't have three all-stars. All and then, like, Serge Ibaka probably they don't have okay, been you're, an all-star. You're going off the edge, mate. Um, the, but the Raptors do have a lot of talent, and that's why I thought... We were about to say they don't have three all-stars, because they literally... Who are their three all-stars? Uh, Kyle Lowry, Kawhi Leonard, Marcus Gasol. Okay, Marcus Gasol is not an all-star. He's like a three, multiple-time All-Star. A three-time All-Star, I think, and one-time All-NBA. But, like, he's old. And Defensive and Player of the Year. Old, old, and, old and washed. He's um, a big man. That does, that does Lowry really is a borderline All-Star in the East, you know. I mean, D'Angelo mm. Russell was an All-Star this year. Like, they're definitely not, they're definitely not, they definitely were one of the top teams in the NBA. They're more not, not genuine like a, All-Stars than Draymond Green, who wouldn't be an All-Star okay. if he wasn't. This is getting, man, my team won the ch- championship, and you're being so bitter about it it's weird no <laughs> definitely definitely i mean it's like saying demarcus cousins an all-star yes he has been an all-star in the past demarcus cousins in the nba finals 
horrible. Like almost a yeah. negative. I don't think you can compare Mark Gasol to um, Demarcus. Well, Mark Gasol is not out there playing for the Raptors like an All Star, but he's he's playing good minutes and he's contributing well. But he has games where he doesn't score ten points. You yeah, know? but that's not really his job. Is oh, it? definitely part of his job. He's an assist man. He's an offensive threat, and he was part of their amazing eight man rotation. I think the Raptors are stacked. But not mm. stacked like the Warriors, but the Warriors had injuries, obviously. Mm. Um, not and Pascal like the, Siakam will be an all-star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, that's the thing. And that's what I learned about this, is the luck that comes to putting together an NBA team is quite amazing. Because they had a solid base of team. They got in a superstar, you know, Kawhi, who's been mm. amazing. And it was just really, really impressive how good, how good um, the young players who came through and filled those roles are. Because you do need seven or eight players to win a championship. And you look at um, t- the Warriors in the past and the way players like Harris and Barnes step up, the way Matthew Dellavedova stepped up for the Cavs, like you need those players. And the, and the Raptors were looking garbage in like rounds one and two when you look at Fred Van Vliet not being able to make a shot and looking embarrassing. And then you had that crazy thing where he had a child and got amazing and became one of the greatest playoff sh- three-point shooters of all time. It was just a bizarre turnaround and that was the luck they needed. Like, I was just rubbishing Mark Gasol in some of those series, and he just came right and, you know, got favorable matchups. Fred Van Vliet was, again, like Cole Lowry, mocked, and, um, yeah, stepped up. Pascal Siakam, like, they hit the perfect time. To win a championship, that's what you need as well. You need players on rookie deals and, like, cheap contracts in the same way the Warriors have exploited that with Clay Thompson and Draymond Green. Um, that's happened to the Raptors now, and it's just kind of... Yeah, you got to consider yourself amazingly fortunate to win a championship. Is that that's what I now realise that luck is such a big part of it. Hmm. Um, weird things from the final game. Um, Danny Green didn't attempt a shot. Speaking game of weird seven. things in the final game, didn't attempt one. Yeah, that's bizarre, is it not? For yeah, a specialist three-point shooter, like he's three and D, is what he does. Um, he he only played uh, eighteen minutes, but still, mm. it's just weird not to shoot one up. Um. I don't know what happened to Curry. I guess it's just hard when you become the only player on your team. But even when Clay was on the court, it was like, was oh, he, well, was he, he was, tired or sick? He or? was getting, um, like, they would, with Katie and Clay gone, mm. but when they were Clay just was holding out, when him. Clay the was out there, when Clay was out there as yeah. well. No, but um, Fred Van Viet, when he was on him, would just run around, just literally just bear hugging him yeah. around the court. Yeah. Like, I, I do think Steph Curry gets a, a hard time not getting fouls off the ball. Yeah. Or even on the ball as well. Yeah. But you could see he was frustrated by it. So what do you think is going to happen to the Warriors next year? Well, people are saying they're done, which, I mean, just depending with the injuries and stuff, but I think they'll I think they'll come back. I mean, you got to remember, we, re- we read a lot of NBA Reddit where people just say crazy stuff. I always thought KD and Clay were re-signing. Yeah, And if you, if you did think KD was going to New York or Brooklyn or wherever you thought he was going... And I, I'd love that. That would be my dream. That the Warriors are good, that the Knicks get saved, like so many things, because the Warriors could still be good without KD. But now it looks like, now he's injured, it would be, apparently Brooklyn and New York are going to chase him anyway, but like, it's pretty crazy to go for a guy who's, you know, coming on, th- is he 31 years old? Is he, that, is he that old? Surely not. But like a guy that's going to need huge money and is coming off a very sim- similar injury and might not be able to move. The, he's still going to be a great player. He's still seven foot tall and one of the best shooters um, uh, at that height ever. So like, you know, he can still Dirk it. Like Dirk wasn't known for his athleticism and he won a championship, you know, leading a team, 40 points a game. But, you know, like it's, 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 
it's hard to imagine a team wanting to take a big risk on him where the Warriors kind of feel obliged to sign him and now they've got maybe a year off with him and Clay. But mm. who knows? Maybe they trade one of them. Maybe they, maybe one of them leaves. Maybe they, I don't know. But yeah, it was weird. What, what, I mean, you can call it bad luck. I mean, maybe it's uh, a little bit of, there's got to be Green. some sort of mistake in that. What'd you say? Danny Green. What about Danny Green? Oh, he, f- he did the foul. Oh, you're blaming him for the Not injury. Not blaming, but I do think he's getting a little bit off scot-free. I do, no, I just don't think he did. He, 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 he fouled the guy um, on a dunk shot and mm, from the guy behind. got injured. He was, he was, I think that was a genuine basketball play. It was a basketball play. I wish there was a third person on that. the podcast because I just think you're, these are quite controversial. No, views. I actually, I, 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 when, after it happened, I did a Reddit post that got downvoted. But the thing is, the NBA rules, some of them are so murky. Okay. And for me, a clear path foul is, I mean, I, I looked it up as well before I wrote the post because I was sure it was a clear path foul if no one's between you and the hoop. But people said because he was shooting, it can't be a clear path foul. But nowhere in the rules, at least online, does it say that. But just when when you foul someone and they and it ends in an injury, I'm just surprised. There's, I mean, he wasn't trying to foul him. But then in the post interview, when he said he thought it was clean as well, I was like, don't say that. Okay. Um, no, it wasn't. It wasn't clean, but it was. I, I thought it was a, ba- a clear basketball play, and I, I think yeah, it's pretty rough to call a dirty. Oh, um, no, no, I didn't say dirty. It's just. It's kind of amazing. It's kind of amazing. I guess I'm not the biggest Raptors fan in terms of um, I've only supported them for five years since Masai joined them, and not like passionately. Like I don't watch every game or anything like that. But it is quite weird how empty a finals winners. Like this is all the teams prepare for when the Pelicans are retooling in 2019. They're getting ready to win the finals in 2025 or whatever when um, their first round pick matures or whatever it is. But um, it's kind of weird. You get to the end. I bought two. Um, M- I bought two of the Raptors T-shirts, um, two pieces of merch. Mm-hmm. I bought the champion. I thought it was called cool, the Gold Champions uh, shirt, and I was like, "When are the Raptors going to win again?" Hey, well, maybe next year. Maybe they repeat. But you know, it's going to be hard to get back there again. So, um, but I, I went on. I went on the. F- back, sure. I went on the fan net. I went on the f- Fanatics page. Well, there's a lot of good teams in the NBA. Like, yeah, yeah. like that. Sh- if you were a Philadelphia 76ers fan or a Bucks fan. You've got to be like, holy shit. Bucks were up 2-0 on them. 76ers, if they'd had home court advantage, might have been the better team. You know, the 76ers also had a team that had only been playing together for about three months. So, I mean, they'll be a day. If they run it back, they'll be good next year. But um, that's what was so interesting to me is next year. I guess we should trend. Oh, I just briefly wanted to bring up. I went on the Fanatics web page because I was like, oh, I want to buy an NBA. Weirdly, the NBA.com store didn't sell the Champions shirt, but Fanatics did. But not only do they sell the champion shirt that, that for, with the Nike that the players are wearing at the end, they also sold four different types of hats, three types of um, uh, socks, um, three types of car floor mats that say Toronto Raptors Championship. You know, like, who buys those? Branded. Like, you know, like, when you're sitting in a car, there's like a mat under mm. the accelerator pedal. You could do three different types of that. Women's gym pants, two types. Five types of hoodies. They had literally 97 listings for shit you could buy. You could buy like a terrible like um, watch by whatever the sponsor is. I think like Hugh Bloat or that terrible brand that sponsors David Beckham and the All Blacks or something like that. One of those terrible brands, like a watch that says Toronto Raptors champion on it. You can buy a, a, a replica trophy. Like the amount of merch 
is insane. Apparently, the Raptors set a record, but I guess it's because, like, in recent years, I mean, the merch probably sells more every year, and in recent years, the Warriors keep on winning, so I mean, Golden State fans can only buy so much merch. But, um, yeah. Oh, what I'm excited about next year, I mean, I guess the question, next question is, are the Raptors the favourites? Obviously, the Warriors would be if they weren't so injured. Um, but it, what's really exciting is I think there's six teams in the mixer who have got who are looking good. And oh. then probably another six teams over that who are like one or two moves away, you know? Yeah. It's ex- it's exciting for next year. Yeah, for sure. Oh, you're not going to say? Raptors, Warriors, Rockets, Bucks, Nuggets. Warriors? Lakers. Oh, well. People I, are sorry, saying I, they're I, not going to make the playoffs. I was, I was, okay, no one knows. Here's the thing. No one knows. It's like it's like when everyone was predicting NBA finals and Paul Pierce is like, oh, I predicted it, Raptors in six or whatever. No one knew. Like, I, I was going to claim it if I got Raptors in five, but I was making that in the same predi- prediction. I was predicting that KD was going to come back and they're still going to beat them. Um, who knows? It's, it, it's, it, you don't know. And the Warriors, I'm like, if the Warriors, uh, uh, say KD went to Germany and got real good surgery, Clay got real good surgery, and they both came back a month before they were supposed to come back. Like, maybe the team that they have, they get a, a couple of other role players somehow, miraculously, ring chasers or something. I don't know. They show up, play with Steph. That team makes mm. it into the um, seventh seed somehow. And then Clay comes back and they beat the first round and then, and then KD comes back. You never know. You never know. It seems unlikely that KD could come back after missing a year off, but you never know, right? Anyway, I was going to leave the Warriors off my list, but then I realized I'd get complaint if I left it on. So I put it on. <laughs> And then um, it's backfired for me anyway. Blazers, Thunder, Jazz are all pretty close. You know, Thunder, with the right coach, I'm like, they could get their shit together. One move away, Pacers, Celtics, Clippers, Spurs. There's a lot of teams there that are, like, good. And it's exciting. It's why the NBA is looking good next year. I think think this free agency is so exciting because it's like there's teams who are are right there. Yeah. Who it's like, if you just go over the cap and... Push for it. And yeah. everyone's in. Everyone th- everyone's inspired by the Raptors a little bit, and even the Sixers. Like you're like you're like man. The Sixers seem. I thought the Sixers were crazy, and now you're like shit. Think, they were going for yeah, win now. Tobias Harris and Jimmy Butler. Depending on what they do, like, um, they're two of the free agents who I think can basically shape what happens next Kawhi year. Kawhi is not locked in. If Kawhi goes to the Clippers, you got yourself a stew. You know. Yeah, um, I don't think he's leaving. Rockets, I, I, I don't think he is either. But, you know, you, shit, you never know. Um, the Rockets were going to blow it up. That was the rumor. And now they're, like, almost the favorites. Mm. Don't you think? Like, they were pretty good last year. Yeah, I know they probably. had a slow start. But I was like, shivers. If they could just get, like, a little bit more, maybe, support. Bring back Trevor Ariza. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Sixers, yeah. If they run it back, and it seems it seemed like a crazy team. Um, who knows? They've got good chances. Um, we've got to talk about the big trade. I made a I made a viral video. Did you? I'm a bit. No, I didn't. Oh. I tried. I, I, that was supposed to be a joke, but I assumed you'd seen the video, but you hadn't. I tried to make a a, a video of internet content in that like YouTube way of having like you, one person play both the characters really shittily in front of a white wall. Um, but my main observation was, and I thought this was mildly interesting. Um, the Lakers always managed to spe- steal the spotlight. Like, I just couldn't um, believe it through the playoffs how they kept on popping up. And then the Raptors win the championship. And I'm like, yay, finally all the news is about the Raptors. Forget about the Warriors injuries and forget about everything else. And then the Lakers just come in and just blow everything yeah. out of the water. Well, I, 
it's I, I have a theory that like I was like almost thinking people like LeBron was paying people to do it because <laughs> no like you know he'd miss the playoffs and then the playoffs would start and then there'd be some news story like someone would bring something up about him doing something good you know he's built another school or something and the and and, and then just occasionally every few days or something maybe not every few every, once a week yeah just there'll be just some stat about LeBron from like a few and I'm like who is this person who's like just randomly out of the blue like remember four years ago LeBron shot this mm. many points and it's like why are you saying this and I click on the account and then that seemed legit so I'm like I just don't feel I guess it's just LeBron stands just constantly well, wanting to remind he people is, he, is, he, he is a legendary player but it's just like you forget how big the Lakers are like they really are I mean, the Knicks, if they could get any semblance of relevancy, would be very hyped as well. But the Lakers are just so beloved, and um, they always steal the spotlight. Remember when, Qu- remember when Kobe Bryant was like on a terrible team and not doing anything? He announced a vi- he, re- he announced a farewell tour, and like every game for his whole season was like huge news, right? Mm. Then he retired, and that was big news. Then straight away, the Lakers drafted Lonzo Ball, right? And you're like, oh great, they're rebuilding. It's fine. He came with LeVar Ball, who dominated the press for like, remember, like six months. People yeah, went crazy yeah. for LeVar Ball. And then they like, he faded away. Like people like ESPN like started banning him and stuff because he was, people started hating him. They then hired Magic Johnson, who not only was Magic Johnson, like holy shit, Magic Johnson's back, but they, he just went and did like 12 bad trades in a row. So Lakers were always talked about. And then when that faded out, they got LeBron, one of the biggest moves ever, you know, in NBA yeah. history. And then, um, and then when that started to fade away, they assembled the biggest bunch of of efforts since the 2000 Washington Wizards: Lance Stevenson, Rajon Rondo, Michael Beasley, and JaVale McGee, all in a row. That was mental. And then they, um, when that failed, they um, threatened to t- trade their entire team for AD. And mm. then after that. They fired their coach and hired Jason Kidd, famous for stabbing people in the back, but that wasn't a big enough move for them. So on the same day, Magic Johnson like resigned and cried on national TV. And then now they've done the AD trade. It's like in the last three years, just through the absolute off-the-court bullshit, um, Lakers just nail it, eh? Okay, who wins the trade? Okay. Um, it's hard to say. But right. I'd say you you got to say Pelicans at this yeah, point. Yeah, I agree. I think easily Pelicans. Also, finding out I don't fully understand any of it, but what everyone's talking about the whole kind of date thing being so important. Yeah, I don't, I didn't really understand it the, that. It fixed the Lakers but cap. Yeah, it just means they can't get a third star, which I assumed was the plan. No, it doesn't, it doesn't mean they can't get a third star. It makes it just harder. Yeah, it means they've got like. Uh, a few million dollars less to play out, spend mm, on that. Oh, okay. It's, okay, I, I kind of misread it then. I assume, I think they're getting Kyrie, right? Um, I thought that as well, but there hasn't been that many people pushing towards that. I was funny, that was going to be one of my bombshells and I deleted it because it's it's rumoured, but he's rumoured as one of the possibilities, but who knows. You don't know with Lakers rumours because there's just so much bullshit. It's hard to separate the truth from the rumour, you know? Mm. I think they get Kyrie. And I, can a prediction... I think the AD Lakers experiment goes terribly. Well, that's the thing, right? So everyone would say right now, just off the start, I mean, you hate, you hate, anyone who listens to the pod knows you hate AD and you hate LeBron. I don't really hate AD. You, I'm Facebook friends with him. No, nah, but you love talking about how overrated he is and how, uh, he's, how you, not, you, you not overrated. The Pelicans were good and that he it's, was overrated. No, no, no. It, it's, it's not that I don't like him. It's that I don't like, I felt like people 
were maybe overhyping him to the point where it, they were just trashing the Pelicans. That's what I thought. This is this is this is your dream scenario though, because it's AD chance to step up or shut up, right? A little bit, but it's it's not so much him doing the talking. A little bit, like just wearing the, you know, that's all folks shirt and stuff. Oh yeah, he's he's clearly a bit of an idiot. But um, the Lakers I'm Facebook friends with him. The so. Lakers the Lakers have to win. That's what it is, right? We're both saying the Pelicans win the trade. Traditionally, normally when you trade for a big star, with a few exceptions, Carmelo and like. The, the Knicks trading for Anafree Hardaway, occasionally trading for a big star doesn't go well, but pretty much it always works out. Like, just you just want to win the trade by getting the best player. That's the general thing. The crazy thing about this one is that, especially considering like all the big players who have moved recently, Kawhi and Paul George and stuff, this is a way higher price for a guy who only has one year left in his contract. And I guess it helps the fact that he, he's guaranteed that he will come back. But it's high mm. risk, high reward, and if they don't win in the next two years, um, shivers, looking troublesome. I reckon LeBron's on thin ice, just because, I mean, we both love hating on LeBron, so you enjoy this. But yeah, like, pretty. if if he or AGD gets injured or something bad happens, yeah. you know, the Lakers fans will turn on him, eh? Because they have like mortgaged their future for this. Um, it's oh, a, for sure. It's a mental high price. And so, you know, if it doesn't work out and the Lakers are ruined again and LeBron retires or, you know, just fades away into obscurity, which, I mean, mm. it's not going to happen in the next two years, but, like, it's, it's going to happen when these uh, picks are affected, you know? If AD mm. gets injured, holy shit, the house of cards comes out. But I'm out. excited for the Pelicans, man. And I'm glad, it's funny, because it I've, I've the always Pelicans secretly too. really liked Brandon Ingram, but I hate the Lakers so much that I've mm. instantly, I'm like, such a fan of his because yeah. I've like always kind of secretly liked him. Yeah. But um, now the now these in New Orleans, it's like, it's funny how just like even like someone like um Hart, whose first name I've forgotten, what's Josh Hart? Hart? Josh Hart. Um, uh, he uh, even him like I had no re- reason to like dislike him and seeing him show up to some Fortnite competition wearing a Pelicans shirt. Yeah. I was like. Oh, great guy. Yeah. And it's funny how just like, if you don't like a team, you can just instantly dislike their players, kind of. Yeah. Well, this is the fun thing about trades. No one knows. And this could also backfire for the Pelicans spectacularly. You like to trust their GM a little bit and think that they're on the right track now. But like, Lonzo and Ingram are coming off serious injuries. Mm. They may never be the same again. Like, Ingram could be done. What kind of injury did he have? I don't know, but he, you know, injured himself at the end of the season. Peel thought his trade value was over, and oh, it's right. weird that Peel aren't talking about that. Him and Lonzo are both have had a lot of injuries running. Th- you know, didn't they redshirt Ingram for his first year? Possibly. Um, and and AD as well. Like what they're trading for, AD has been injured his entire career, and that's why Shivers to put like I mean the Raptors, the, the Lakers, sorry, are putting you know a lot of their eggs in an AD basket. He's like a third of their cap space. Mm. it's like high stakes high reward and that's why we love it and that's why it's good that NBA is just like constant hype now like literally two days after the championship for people who are like really into the NBA just like non-stop excitement there's no off season kind of thing it's yeah. so the way the trade looks I was trying to simplify it a little bit they get three picks right and I don't really like talking about picks that much but this year they get the 2000 they get the number four yeah in 2022, they probably get the unprotected. 
because it's protected the year before, and if, the, if it's not top eight, then it goes to the next year. Um, that could be anything, but you'd assume um, pri- 80s in his prime, LeBron's old. So it could go bad. It depends who else the Lakers get. Um, pick, pick swap in 2023. Oh, that 2022 pick's big as well, because that's the year when um, high schoolers are possibly allowed to go straight to the NBA. So it's known as being like a super draft, because it's going to be like the, most, the deepest draft of all time. So for the Lakers to possibly give up that pick... Pretty pretty crazy pick to give up, even if the Lakers are doing well at that point. Mm-hmm. And then unprotected in 2024, it, it, it's not as bad as the Brooklyn Nets pick uh, situation, but like it has the potential to go spectacularly wrong, yeah. and that's why we love it. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, yeah. I think it's – I my predict it's going to – the Lakers are really going to recruit this trade. My prediction, but um, well, what if they win a championship next year, which is not off the table now that the Warriors are crippled? Yeah, I, well, I mean, it it all depends what they do with what they do next. I it think it is hard. Like that's the crazy thing. It's like, do you trust Rob Palinka? It's like I not don't. easy to fix that team, right? Like they've got two good players who should complement each other well, but that's not guaranteed. And then it's like, what else are you going to put with it? You don't have a lot of money. Like, I would almost be, as I was going to third star, I'd be trying to get, like, a couple of other good players. Yeah, for sure. But they'll probably go third star, I don't know. Um, time to read some um, Facebook statuses Anthony Davis did in 2009. <laughs> um, okay, so <laughs> May, for that segment. May 2nd, 2009, he wrote, Let's go Celtics. Interesting, because the Celtics were playing the Chicago Bulls, his hometown team. Uh, and so interesting that he would back the Celtics against the Bulls. Mm. Uh, okay, then let's... You think he just like loved KG or something like that? Fast forward. Um, what year was that, sorry? 2009. Uh, Rajan Rondo or Derek Rose, Gucci Mane or Young Jeezy. That was what he wrote. Um, okay, then... Is Rajan Rondo Gucci Mane? No, What's I think... Gucci Mane up to these days? Um, okay... The I next always thought he'd regret the name Gucci, but the brand Gucci is still very cool amongst the kids, so maybe he's still loving that name. Um, the next day, he t- it was Eastern Conference Finals, obviously, 2009. He said, Orlando or Cleveland? Then he said, LeBron is a beast, three days later. Then he said, two days later, he said, yeah, Nuggets, Mallow a beast, Kobe too little. Uh, then... That Man, same day, dig that up and put that on the Lakers uh, subreddit. Oh, mate, it gets worse. Feed him to the. The next sharks. day, he said, "Let's go, LBJ twenty three. He finna kill." No one calls him LBJ twenty three. I don't think. Um, then he said, "For all the people that say LeBron can't shoot, shoot, he just proved y'all wrong." Then he said, "LeBron finna get down today." Zero likes. Uh, <laughs> and then the magic. Uh, wait. Then he said, "The Nuggets have to win today. Carmelo not going." Uh, then he said, well, we all know that LeBron finna kill. Uh, okay, I'd like to point it's out. It's good that he loves LeBron. The, um, oh, he, he's his favorite player. It's very clear if you're Facebook friends with him. This could Although be a bit I will awkward, say I that the Magic did uh, dominate the series. Do you remember when Rip Hamilton um, 
tried to be mates with Michael Jordan and Michael Jordan just didn't love him like that. That was sad. Mm. Um, wizards. But uh, he also has backed the wrong horse in the Denver uh, Lakers series because... Uh, it seems like he doesn't like the Lakers. Well, I'm getting there uh, because the De- Denver also lost, I think, 4-2 to the Lakers that year. Uh, and then he says bored. But then the final star, a few days later, and this is what he says, even though I don't like the Magic or the Lakers, I hope the Magic win. And then the next day, oh no, a couple of days later, he said, the Magic got a kill today. So he was, I would like to go on record and say the 2009 finals, he was backing pure Magic against the Lakers. But also, just interesting how he's constantly rooting against the Lakers. Um, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Not um, a Lakers sp- fan. Speaking of the Magic, is it that time? It's that time, right about that time, for the stars to roll on out. What's up? Uh, I had a... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to talk... Um, you don't know anything, do you? Interesting. Uh, oh, no, today... On Mark Alfoltz's uh, Instagram story, I think it was, he there was footage, a shot of his um, the logo, the team logo on the ground, and it was clear he was in a weights room lifting weights. I think an excellent sign that his injuries, that he's getting through it. I thought you lifted weights regardless. Like where's, where's his shoulder? Okay, all right. So he's lifting weights. Oh, I guess you have to do that to rec- recuperate, though, right? Well, I don't know. But I just think it's a good sign. Yeah. Um, and now we're going to talk Instagram followers because Markel Foltz, someone posted this, shout out to ShineBright444, they posted this today. Markel Foltz has more Instagram followers than the rest of our roster combined. Yeah. Well, he it's was kind of crazy, he right? Was number, well, the Magic don't have any famous players on their team and Markel Foltz is like famous, but for the wrong reasons. Uh, no, I think it was it would be more that he was the number one pick. Like people get excited, and and he was a star in college. I wonder how many followers Anthony Bennett has though. Uh he doesn't have Instagram. I don't think he he got too bullied on there. But also, he wouldn't have. How is Anthony Bennett going? You always Mark check up on him every six months or whatever. Uh, actually, he might have an Instagram. I used to follow him on Instagram. You I need think to be where in it. the world is Anthony Bennett? Um. Okay, Anthony Bennett has 20,000 followers. Do you think it's... Oh, weird? no, that's not him. That's he, he was also a surprise number one and not... That's I a guess, different Anthony Bennett. I guess Fultz was a little bit... Oh, it's impressive that, that another Anthony Bennett's doing that well. Um, do you think it's weird that... I'm not saying the Raptors deserve all this praise or anything like that, but is it weird that other NBA players don't tweet, like, congratulations to the team that wins the championship? I don't know. I just thought it was weird that LeBron, kind of king of the NBA, doesn't acknowledge that the finals happened... Or that someone did, you know, he he waited on like the Kyle Lowry pushing incident, and that was it. You know, like it's just weird that they don't kind of acknowledge the finals. It doesn't or do, at least say good luck to the Warriors and the Raptors or something like that. Or are they like they're competitors, yeah. so I don't acknowledge them. I think it's a bit weird. The Warriors took out a full double page ad congratulating them in the I think. Toronto oh, I mean, paper. yeah, I mean more like players, like they're all on social media and they just pretend yeah. like it just doesn't. Uh, you know, like just Dwayne Wade. I was just like kind of checked out. I was like. What does Dwayne Wade think about the Raptors winning the championship? What did he say? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. He's just like in well, doing weird haircuts. He's doing embarrassing like 
depressing like oh, i've got nothing going on in my life now that i've finished the um my time in the nba posts mm. okay lebron james's twitter is crazy it is crazy he's yeah. retweeted the cover sports illustrated cover with rich paul on it yeah and that was happening one b- by the way two three four five six Six times in a row. But, 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 but I mean, I guess he's supporting his friend. But, but that's is, insane. Yeah, this is also why... <laughs> Unfollow. This is also why... Um, I'm going to block him. I lost some, fo- f- some followers for live tweeting Dance with the Stars the other night. Yeah, well, imagine if say. you just um, tweeted the same tweet seven times in a row. I forgot what number I just said. Yeah. Um, yeah, just... so it, it, I, I reckon it's just weird to not... If you're constantly chatting online and then just to not mention the biggest thing that's happening in the league. Even if you mention, like... Um, sorry to hear about Clay Thompson. I don't just any just acknowledge that it's happening. It's just quite weird. I just NBA work on your your influencers marketing. I'm not sure. Mm. Um, can I also throw this out? This, this is another thing stolen from Reddit, but um, I thought it was an interesting point brought up by some anonymous person. People who have good ideas should put like their name on it because you get no. I mean, just getting some Reddit karma not worth it. Someone um had the. I just wanted to point out that they ruined the MVP award, and that is crazy, eh? By what putting it so? Yeah, late. yeah. Giannis is probably going to win. And does yeah. he, no one cares? It's like, how good would it be if, if Giannis was there fighting um, the Raptors in the third round as the MVP? And it was the Raptors versus the MVP or something yeah, like that. Or, yeah, they have really ruined that. And like how exciting it was when Dirk won the MVP and then lost to the Warriors in the first round. You know, like like that is quite a good storyline. And they'd give it to them in, in front of the, of the home fans. That's like a magic moment. They effed it up. And I understand they want to make this award show work, but it's not working. So mm. the award show should really be They'll like... They'll get rid of it. Uh, like after this year, I reckon the award gone. show should be. Be- I like the idea of the award show, but it probably it needs to be before the playoffs, and that's just not realistic. Like you can't get the players to all fly place. Because it, it, no, it'd be funny if it's just all all the players who are there are not in the playoffs. Yeah, well, that's a bit like that's a bit like the NFL. <laughs> pro- like, and here's Devin Booker. He's like the star of the awards. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the NFL player, uh, the NFL Pro Bowl is like that. It happens the week before the Super Bowl, so all the players you just don't care about. They're like, here comes Jay Cutler, and you're like, who the f is Jay Cutler? Never mm. heard of him. Sounds like a pirate. He's the um the it was was the Chicago Bulls uh, the Chicago Bears embarrassing quarterback, quarterback back in the day. It's just crazy they've ruined like the most prestigious ward in the NBA, right? Yeah. Oh, what about Hubie Brown um voting Fred Vliet for um Finals MVP? I like it. Mm. Oh, and the weird thing I noticed about that, by I the didn't way, hear about that. Reddit, it was just, it was weird that Hubie Brown and people seem to like that generally. Like a few people are like, "What are you doing, Hubie?" Because like there's twelve people who vote and he got one. But the main thing, people, um, people were just attacking Rachel Nichols, the ESPN journalist, for having a vote. And it just seemed crazy. There's 12 men on there, including Mark Jackson, like famous idiot of commentary. And people were attacking Rachel Nichols. And it just, sometimes, I don't get me wrong, I'm sure Rachel Nichols does things like um, ask Kwai about free agency when he's just won the MVP. Like, she does things that are annoying. But she, des- she also deserves, very much so, to be... There should be more women voting for MVP, not just one. And the fact that everyone just like picks her out makes me think it's just sexism. Mm. Um, I mean, we've got to be being up on Mark Jackson. Like, there's no way that guy should be picking the MVP. Oh, he's the pits. Although he here's the number one going, Mama, there goes that man. So and maybe he ta- hand down, <laughs> man down. Maybe what he does is he tallies how many times he says, Mama, that goes that man in the playoffs, and how many times he says, hand down, man down. Yeah, and whoever gets the most made shots over hand down, man down, and whoever mm. gets the most mama goes there, man, um, that, that yeah. person wins. I remember I thought hand down, man down was cool when I first heard it, but that must have been at least 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he needs yeah, to I agree. say it less and get some more, you know, you know, just get some more catchphrases as well. 
Like, he's sizzling. The, the only time I thought he was really funny was, and it wasn't really intentional. When he winds was, up. No, that time um, Dwayne Wade was playing, the Miami Heat were playing the Charlotte Hornets in the playoffs, and it was a great series. And this is like only a couple years ago. And there was a guy in a purple T-shirt who lo- who had like a kind of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles headband on. Yeah. And he... um. And Dwayne Wade hit like the game-winning basically three to ice it, and the the guy in the purple shirt had been talking trash to him, and they'd been going back and forth. I remember purple shirt guy, yeah. Yeah, and I just remember him. I can't even remember what he said, but it was like, "Purple shirt man, take a seat." Was, it, but I just it was funny just calling him like he basically coined purple shirt man. Yeah, and it was just funny, but because he was he was like saying it was such seriousness. Thing, I think Mark Jackson talking about anything would be funny because he's just a very strange odd mm. person. Well, I remember seeing a weird video of him in the street, um, like preaching, and that was—I just remember thinking that was really weird. He was like at this traffic lights. I think he was maybe in Golden State at the time, and it was just like he was like there were people just trying to cross the road, and he was just like yelling, um, just preaching stuff. Being an NBA player would if you up. Like but it's, corru- it's amazing that th- I, these guys turn out. It's a Le- reason LeBron turns out normal, you know. I just realized uh, a huge story that I discovered last week after Huge. the night after we recorded the podcast you gotta get this gold on the okay. podcast mate lay it down baby in fact we should have opened this at the top of the podcast more than the raptors win the championship more than the ad trade hit me okay so last year i'm in paris i flew to paris uh preemptively thinking Paul, i love the story but i can't hear about the paris um championship parade again um okay is that what it was about let's move on <laughs> I want to hear it now. Is that honestly what it was about? Last week you talked about Draymond Green being there. Oh, obviously. I talked about the. I talked about it. Sorry, but I was, I've got more to add to it. I, sorry, I thought I was doing a. This is so sad. I thought I was doing a funny joke because I thought I was going to guess what you what this story wasn't going to be about, and um, and then you'd be like, "No, nah, it's not about that. Shut up." Is it actually about that? It's about the parade. Yes. Okay, you've got. You've got not actually the parade. It is cool. No, no, it's not about the parade. I'm so jealous I wasn't there. So like, it's a cool story. Don't yes. get me wrong. No, no, no. So the, the story gets cooler. The I'm story sorry, I'm gets asshole. cooler. I'm a bad person. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, so I, I flew to, to Paris uh, preempting that France was going to make the final. It was me who told you to do that. Uh, no, well. Everyone I, else told you to go to England. Yes, I'm like, that's I was, idiotic. I, ca- I can't give you too much credit. Um, yeah. But, uh, oh, no, also because I knew you loved um, France. France. Um, so I, I go to France. France, traditionally the football team I support. I, f- I fly to France. I actually train to France. I'm in Austria. That's I train to France. Important detail. Uh, I'm just painting the picture. I arrive. I um, I watch the final. And Kirk Heinrich is there. It's insane. Yeah. It's like anarchy. There's cars on fire. France wins. There's naked people in fountains. I saw a man surfing on the roof of a double-decker bus. There's just homemade what can only be described as homemade bombs going off regularly. Yeah. Several times people start running and screaming because, and it's terrifying because you don't know what's happening. You never found out what happened. Yeah. yeah. But you assume someone whipped out a gun or something, yeah. which actually happened today in Toronto. Um, what, at the parade? At the parade. Oh, my God. Uh, four people injured. No one did, I don't think. A gunman? Yeah, guns. Did you not see the footage? No, I missed it. I was it. actually surprised we didn't talk about it. Um, there was it's quite scary because there's footage from above I just saw and you see the crowd sprinting you see smoke and you see the crowd sprinting so what happened I think it was did uh, you all pull out guns 
I don't know. It's all kind of rumors at the moment, but I think it was guns. But the thing is, you see clouds of smoke come up, and you see everyone start sprinting, and it's like this th- thousands of people what sprinting. Guns have smoke? Well, I don't know. That's the thing. Like maybe it was um, more like an explosion thing, like that they were doing in France, kind of thing. But the thing was in France, it was terrifying me. But everyone else just seemed knew what like, was happening. Kind of knew what was happening. I remember those. Ex- I went to a game and I saw those explosions. They make yeah, like loud crackers. Oh, this was just like, bang! Just yeah, like yeah, a la- yeah, 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 yeah. But I experienced that, mate. Um, but here's what you didn't experience. Wow. Okay, I'm at the. Uh, I'm basically at the Arc de Triomphe. Uh, I've just been pickpocketed. I'm getting crushed. I've just seen a man dive out of a tree, possibly die. <laughs> uh, eventually, I'm like, I gotta get off the street. Uh, it's hard to breathe. I can't move. I, I kind of go. I get into a flow that's kind of heading off. I get off into, finally get off onto a side street. I'm walking along, and I'm like, is that Draymond Green? Riding? You told the story last I know, week. But Draymond Green. No, it's not. You're Riding racist. on the back of a car, <laughs> smiling, making his way through the crowd on the back of a vehicle. More people would Hear me Draymond out. Green. Hear me out. Yeah. Last night, I did some digging. Yeah. He was in Paris that day. It was 100% Draymond Green. So he's six foot eight. He's six foot well eight. Dressed, probably Draymond Green. It's him. Okay. So on the 9th of July, okay, I, I, I haven't done quite enough uh, research. I feel so bad for you, you. You know, you told that you thought it was Draymond Green, and now your, your extra story this week is that you think you're 90% sure it was Draymond Green. Yes. Okay. So um, he's, he's huge. You've just got to remember that. He's built. Yes. Taller the, than me. The World Cup final. Oh, that's the Cricket World Cup final. The FIFA World Cup final... Oh, 2018. I'll believe you. You did the research um, and he was there at the time. Uh, the World Cup final was on the 16th of July. Yeah. Okay. On the uh, 9th of July, someone called Amanda M uh, tweeted, spots Draymond Green in Paris. Uh, Santi says, hey, Draymond. Draymond says, hey, what's up, man? We leave. What is it? Was he? Was he? That was a tweet someone did. So that was. Was um, he tweeting back? No, no, no. This was a conversation. They saw ah. Draymond. Someone called Santi said, "Hey, Draymond." Draymond said, "Hey, man, what's up?" And then Santi said, "I was so nervous." Not a great tweet. Yeah. But um. So that was a week before the game. Then, I saw uh him and his girlfriend or wife maybe I don't know partner. Draymond and his partner went to Beyonce and Jay Z, as did I, at the Stade de France. Wow. Uh, and uh, then that was like a, that was literally while the game was they pl- they did a concert the same day as the final. I went I think the night before or maybe two nights before. Oh, they did multiple concerts. They did multiple. They did like maybe three nights in a row. Yeah. Um, they went to that. He was there. Yeah. It was him. I saw okay. him. Okay. Like, what are the chances that in the, all the world? I don't. I don't me know. Me and Draymond. Oh, I guess I guess there's four hundred and something NBA players, mm-hmm. and then yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't it know was how a pretty the probability of that. Yeah, but not high. That's what I'll say. You run into him in a third country that is not your country or his country. That's fascinating. Anyway, time now cut for that the out and put that at the top of the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> time now for the advanced analytics. Speaking at the top of the podcast, the advanced analytics NBA draft um, preview. Um, I don't give a shit about the NBA draft. I've spent. Uh, in the last two days, approximately 10 hours um, doing some analysis. Yeah. And 
I believe that Zion Williamson is going to be the number one pick. And I believe wholeheartedly that Zion Williamson will be the number one pick. No, uh, I think I should either do a draft special. Yeah. Or we'll do a draft um, next week after the results come out, right? After the results, okay. I'm I'm doing a power ranking currently, but it's taking a long time. Do you I've have any interesting facts that you want to just dazzle us with right now? No, but I think it's a weak draft. Okay. I will say that. Uh, okay. Well, that well the first three picks are quite desired, right? And then after that, it gets a bit salty. Yeah. Here's the thing about the draft. This is why I don't care about the NBA draft. Every year in the draft, they pick in a bad year, three all-stars. In a good year, six all-stars. Between three and six all-stars, one or two NBA greats every year. Who's it going to be? Often the number one. Like Zion is pretty clearly the number one this year. Everyone thinks he's going to turn out to be great. Um... Last year, I only care about Luka Doncic, and I'm sure some other players I care about will maybe try. I think Young. traditionally this number two two pick have, has been better. Surely not. Well, I think traditionally. I mean, you have to back that up next year. You're you're the number one bringer of fake news to the podcast, so you have to provide some facts for that one. The point is, 2017 draft, the year before last year, I don't care about anyone who's been drafted or not too so. It takes five to seven years for a player to develop, right? Yeah. It takes a long time, from 19 to 26 or 25. And, you know, I just don't care about players before then. And I, I, like, the player who is the best player of this draft will probably pick, like, with the number 12th pick or whatever the Magic have. 16th, Probably yes. not the Magic. Do the Magic only have the 16th pick? Ah, oh, bro. What but, do you mean? We were a playoff team. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, man. Also, <laughs> it's a weak draft. I think that's a good place to be this year. Yeah, just get a, get a, get a random shout. But just no one knows where the Giannis Antetokounmpo, Steph Curry is going to be. I'm going to find out, man. The, I watched Moneyball last night, and I haven't be, I haven't <laughs> stopped crunching numbers ever since. <laughs> Are you, do you know how to crunch numbers, though? Like, Do you have any mathematical ability? Uh, I've been using a calculator. Cool, that's but, um, actually the calculator app on your iPhone? Uh Yes, I do started kids, doing that because it was faster, here's but an I was using the one on my computer. You know first. when you do like fifth form math and they force you to um, buy a like a scientific calculator at school? Yeah. Um, do you have to buy that anymore at school or can you just get like an app on your phone and everyone just pulls their phone out and that's a disaster for the math teachers because everyone is just using their phone? Yeah, probably that. Nightmare, eh? Um, it's time for Paul Don't Lie because you've just given me a great idea. Oh, wow. So there's no guy um, oh. guy I've been thinking, but a Paul Don't Lie is just coming right off the back of it. Yes, over what after what you just said. That was your guy I've been thinking. What was it? Uh, what was that thought about calculators? Oh, yeah, okay. Um, oh, I didn't know my guy I've been thinking would be non-NBA, but I like it. I've, um, got a, I've got a guy I've been thinking, but I'm saving it for next week. It's a, it's a bloody stonker. Okay, here's my Paul Don't Lie. My Paul Don't Lie. Shit. Yeah, keep going. Well, yeah. what, you were hyping it for next week? Yeah, I am hyping it. I'm, I'm not offended, but it's just funny. Keep um, going. Uh, my Paul Don't Lie is how, okay, what's the worst subject at school? Uh, oh, health. <laughs> the teacher's what? just like. <laughs> health is like, don't quickly, um, yeah. Quickly, everyone say don't smoke weed and then we'll go play handball. Like, that's a great subject. No, no, no. I mean, PE's fun, but health, bad. Yeah, but health was like, quickly do this book work and then we'll go play a game. That was what it was for me. Oh, the book work was so bad. But yeah, okay, I'm going to do what you want. Maths, right? Yes, thank you. But some people love maths, but we were dumb. We hated it. Well, let's be honest. 70% of people hate it. (laughs) If you like maths, 
You're sick in the head. <laughs> no, okay. um, no, 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 I just want to hate that. I hate when people attack maths. I'm like, where is this going to turn out in real life? Well, for any good job, like if you want to be a rocket scientist or a scientist, or anyone who's going to like make the world a better place, maths is important. Mm. So I hate when people attack it. Okay. Anyway, I get what you're saying. But it's for people like for me. Dumbass, for plebs, for real people, for Trump voters. Yes. For the real salt of the earth, real Americans. For people like me. Yeah, a Trump voter. How do you make Brexit. maths more fun? Here's the thing. I don't think I was um, bad at maths. Oh, I think you were bad. I don't think I was that bad. No, I just think I hated it so much. Like I was just, if I actually, when I had to focus on it, I could do it, but it was just like, I just hated it so much. How do you make it more fun? Find like a sport you love. And get them to do analytics. Analytics, yeah. But that's always existed. It's like why my English class made us watch Fight Club like every year. Because like, yeah, try and get people to apply themselves through something they like. How many 16-year-olds are into analytics? Like, would you care about NBA analytics then, though? Uh, no, but sneakers and I, th- I think so. I, I, I didn't really play. I think I, my first fantasy team I tried to play was in year, my last year of high school, but I didn't know what I was doing. But if my fantasy was in maths class and I had a dedicated hour every day to do fantasy basketball analytics... You wouldn't Fun. learn shit because you got it because <laughs> maths. You, you, you wouldn't. Yeah, no, you wouldn't no, learn. You learn, learn the um the maths. No, but even just like analytics. even just if the questions in the exam were like basketball, right, if yeah. um if uh <laughs> Steph Curry um hits uh <laughs> twelve three pointers in the game. Yeah. How many points? This is like year scored? five level <laughs> maths, but yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Um, oh, yeah, it'd be help. Um, or tax is the other one. If they just taught you basic tax skills, that'd be interesting. Yeah. Like, so many people can't add 15% to things or take 25% off. Oh, yeah. Like that, 20% off. The thing is, is like, man, when I'm at a sale and I want to know how much 25% off is, I mean, 25% is an easy one. Uh, if, when I want to know what 36% off, I mean, it's never going to be that. Okay. But, um, 50% off. Yeah, no, you just Google it and it just tells you. <laughs> no, um, yeah, that's a good point. And that's what everyone writes on their um, exam questions. Just Google it. Um, okay, draft preview coming up next week. That's going to be a ripper. Um, big news you text me today. Lamelo Ball is going yes, to Adelaide. Yes, this, uh, this is the thing we should have put second in this podcast. I can't believe you don't care more about this. this is the Lamelo Ball is coming to Illawarra. Is taking his talents, as he I said on ESPN. No, Illawarra. Oh. Sorry, did I get that wrong? Yeah, I texted you Illawarra. Yeah, but I th- I thought it was the Illawarra Hawks. I mean, you're known for fake news. Adelaide, fake news. Adelaide 36ers was where Terence. Oh, Ferguson. okay. I'm, hey, we've got a new fake news guy yes. on the show. It's Terence Ferguson of the OKC Thunder spent a year with the. Where is Illawarra? It's south of Sydney, I think. Kind of Sydney. Yeah, it's a little bit south of Sydney. Because I was going to say, it's just if he was going to Sydney or Melbourne, I'd be like, good move. Because like, there'll be a lot of NBA fanboys there who'll go along for a good old laugh and who don't like the Australian League. It might help get their foot in the yeah, door. Yeah, but if I lived in Sydney, I'd drive Be down driving to, to Illawarra, you reckon? Yeah. Lamello. I, I reckon the novelty... He's coming to Auckland. How cool is that? Lamello Ball is coming to play RJ Hampton in Auckland. Yeah. And cool. I'm going to befriend RJ Hampton <laughs> and become part of his entourage. <laughs> and then when he gets drafted... I'm going to be part of his entourage. Okay, and you'll be get to hang out with Lamello Ball, who is going to be shit. Yes. He's going to get... Here's the thing. I had a fe- it's a big I mistake a- coming to Australia because he's I disagree. not going to be owned. I disagree. I think he's going to surprise you. 
He's so tall now. He's like six eight or something. That might be fake news. I think he's like six eight. Yeah, but even even then, like, um, wait, wait, which one's Lamelo? Is he the young one or the middle one? He's the young one. He's the good, like the oh, middle is one. He? Yes. Oh my god, I didn't realize which one he was. Yeah, well, you you thought Leandro. You thought one, this is what you thought Leandro Ball was coming to play for Adelaide. Oh yeah, Lamelo. This is a ama- Oh yeah, I'm yes, I'm in. This I'm, is Lamelo. Mate, we should be going to Illawarra to watch him play from New Zealand. Yeah, no, but he's yeah he's also going to come here. Hopefully. I'm all in. Oh, it's yeah. It says, according to, I mean, it's hard with rookies like Luka Doncic. His his height between what was listed on the internet and stuff was um, greatly differential. But yeah. like they say on Google, 1.98 meters, which is six five. But he might have grown some more. I think I think For he's a had a crazy. Guard, that's okay. People at least were saying he's taller than that now. I think he's had a growth spurt still. Oh, I'm so excited! I I was amazed. I was excited about Leangelo. No, he's cr- he's trash. He couldn't <laughs> make the Australian league. Um, so Lamelo Ball's trying to one and done it and get to the NBA next year, is he? Yes. Well, I think he didn't have a lot of options, but I think this is the best option for him. Oh, there's no options. This no, is no, the but best like, options. no, no. Well, just like you could see him trying to do some weird, like Lavabi, like he's going back to Lithuania B grade or something. Yeah. But um, this is a legitimate league. And a the thing was, chance. I had a feeling he was coming as well because RJ Barrett, the high school player, the Breakers of New Zealand Breakers have signed. He and Lamelo were tweeting at each other, and Lamelo was kind of suggesting, "Should we? Should I come team up with you?" But I think there's legit a rule banning that because there's this kind of um, program uh, set up by the NBL to get these players. But I think you can only have one per team. It's the hilarious program they set up basically to try and make money by getting players to come here, and then when they get drafted, the NBA team has to buy them out of their contract, and they get a million dollars. That's their plan. No, That's what the breakers plan is. I think it's um. It's so funny. It's I, I think love it. it's also they a good way. Like it's fetuses. like exciting. This is the most excited I've been for the Australian league by no, a I'm, thousand. I'm, I'm a, I enjoyed the Australian league last year and followed it quite closely. Yeah, I'm not saying it's no, a no, bad no, but, league. But my but point I'm, is, my point is, they were trying to become like a legitimate. They're trying to move away from the novelty moves, and like you know, because like five years ago, novelty. like every team was trying to sign sign like. Um, Dennis Rodman and stuff to their teams. It's pretty novelty to build your team like the Breakers are doing around one player who's going to leave. No, in no, one no. Year. They'll get. Um, that's. I don't think that's what they're doing. Well, they got. They'll have one good American who's a bit novelty, and then some trash New Zealanders. No, they'll have other Americans, surely. Yeah, yeah. If, if your cornerstone star player is going to be there for one year, I think that's a bit of a novelty. Don't get me wrong. Th- don't get me wrong. I don't, I don't hate think, it. I think you're overestimating how much playing time he's going to get. I don't think it'll be the cornerstone player. Like 16 minutes or something He's, like that. It's going to be tough. Like Terence Ferguson hardly played for, um, uh, played for like the, Kings. these like 18, 19 year olds. Yeah, but Sydney Kings were good. The the, the breakers at the no, no, he didn't play. No for, he played for Adelaide. He played for Adelaide. Oh yeah. Um, the thing is, it's like completely different. Like people were saying how, um, like Doncic even said, it's harder to score in the Euroleague than it is in the NBA, and it's like that makes sense. Because, like, the NBA, I think, is made for scoring. scoring Especially now. When, like, and, and it's also, I think, a lot funner to watch that, where there's, um, you know, rules kind of stopping just people just... Cl- cl- and Clog also the, the three-point shooting kind of means you can't... But also just... You can't just, like, have guys in the, th- in the key the whole time. Um, but it's, like, in EuroLeague and international basketball and uh, the NBL, it is a little bit like that, where it's like five guys standing around the hoop um, 
so it's going to be uh, kind of tough, I think, yeah. for these high school kids. Yeah. Uh, we'll shout to Lamello. We'll, we'll be flying over to Illawarra. That's such a weird place to go. At least go to Sydney or Melbourne. But, um, well, it's just whoever wanted him, probably. Yeah, why didn't Sydney want him? Anyway, yeah, um, it's going to be an exciting year uh, for the Australian NBA. I can't believe this plan has like, kind of come off. Um, shout out to everyone who listened. We love you. Guyimport.gmail.com if you've got any emails. I haven't checked them in two weeks. I'm sorry. There's been a lot of exciting news. Shout out to the Raptors. Can't wait for my championship shirt to arrive by the time that I've forgotten that they won a championship. Um, RIP uh, to uh, Clay Thompson. Get well soon. And shout to Kim Durant as well. Thank you all for listening. We love you from the bottom of our hearts. I've been Guy Williams. I don't do that anymore. Oh, the reason I did that long speech was to get the music ready and I didn't. Okay, so Illawarra is an hour and a half south drive. So we fly to Sydney, hour and a half drive. And we're in Wollongong. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.